Welcome to the Show Up Society podcast, where I talk about showing up for your goals one tiny step at a time. I'll help you break down your big fat dreams into tiny bite-sized pieces that are totally doable as long as you just keep showing up. I talk about anything from running to creativity, to mindset, to small business, to whatever else comes up. You'll see how just showing up for yourself every day in the tiniest way can make a huge impact and change your life. I'm your host, Tammy Bennett, artist, coach, habit keeper, and idea machine. I can't wait to cheer you on. So let's get started. Hello, Sester. Welcome back to the Show Up Society podcast. This is episode 79. And today I am talking about getting results through unconditional love. That may sound a little soft and dreamy and life coachy and woo woo, and maybe even a little wimpy to people that grew up in my age where you feel like you have to uh, bulldoze your way through and get results by being mean and gritty and hardcore and, you know, second place is the first loser and all that kind of thing. But I just wanted to give you my experience as an athlete and as a coach and to just show you that uh, impressive, incredible results are possible, even when you're not being a jerk to yourself. And I'm going to give you a little fair warning. I just got my second COVID vaccine shot yesterday, and I'm not feeling so hot. Um, I don't feel horrendous, but my arm feels like damage has been done. (laughs) It hurts really bad, and I have a headache, and I just feel really low energy. And it was to the point where I just didn't really want to do a podcast today, but here I am in all my imperfection, and I'm not having to feel amazing and I'm not having to feel uh, full of energy. I'm just having to show up. And this is one thing that I feel like is a super, super important lesson. So even if you don't listen to the rest of this podcast episode today, I hope that you can at least take this away, that you can still show up for your work, for your commitments to yourself, for your commitments to other people, even when you don't feel like a million bucks. And even if you feel a little bit low energy and drained and not motivated, you can still get it done. Okay? Do 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 do. It's challenge time. Today's challenge sort of goes hand in hand with this podcast episode topic. And that is to reach out to somebody who has shown you unconditional love, who has supported you, cheered for you, been there for you, even when maybe you didn't perform up to the standards that you wanted to, or when you didn't have the results that you wanted to, and they were there for you through the whole thing. Think about who they are, reach out to them, even if it's just a super quick text, just like a five word, you know, thank you for being there for me. Maybe that's six words. I don't know. I can't count because I have like COVID brain. Yeah. So think of that person, reach out to them. You can pause the podcast, do it right now, or you can do it right when this episode is over. And I will check in with you at the end of the episode to see if you did it. Okay, let's dive into today's topic of getting results with kindness. And what I mean by this is getting results by being kind to ourselves, or if you're a coach or teacher or mentor or parent, helping your people get results 
uh, by being kind to them, no matter what, by showing unconditional love. And the reason this came up for me is I um, I posted about this on my Instagram stories uh, yesterday, but I just completed my last meet, my last uh, meet where I coach runners. I've been coaching runners for 13 years. And in every one of those 13 years, I have coached at least one of my children and uh, children in general. So I've also coached lots and lots of other ages all the way up to like 75, I think was the oldest man that uh, I coached with my husband. Coached middle school, high school age kids, post-collegiate, couple college kids. I coached all the ages, but the the cur- the running theme through all of those 13 years was that I coached kids. And in every single season in those 13 years, there was at least one parent who... Um, who, how do, I don't even know how to say this, who believed that the way to get their kids to run better was to shame them or punish them or yell at them or to be harsh on them. Uh, and they believed that that was the way to make their kids get better. And they would come um, sometimes to practices, sometimes they would, uh, well, they would always come to races, but they would just really make it a point to show how tough they were to their kids and just yelling and just uh, very hard to be satisfied with their kids' performances. They would tell them that, you know, they didn't try hard enough or they didn't run fast enough or they should have done this or they should have done that and screaming, how bad do you want it? And you've got to go now and you're going to be upset later if you don't go now and you have to try harder. You're not trying all kinds of um, what I consider to be super unhelpful things to yell at a kid when they are running their guts out uh, during a race. And I I have to tell myself and I have to believe that they were doing it from a place of love and they just thought that this was the way to get their kids to improve is to kind of lay down the hammer and to do it through scare tactics and yelling and force. Um, I, I have to believe that they are doing it from just a place of misinformed love that they really did or do want the best for their kids. They just didn't really know another way to go about it. And I mean, I, I, I see maybe where this can come from. Like if you look at, I always think of USA Gymnastics, for example, because my my daughters were competitive gymnasts, never like on an Olympic level or anything like that. But just, we were so into gymnastics. And even before I had kids, I was super into gymnastics and just watching how the coaches yell and scream and make you work, um, you know, even when you are in pain. And it seems like it works, right? Uh, USA is pretty successful in the Olympics and gets lots of medals. And so we think that the way to get people to uh, improve their performance is to yell at them and to scream and, you know, to shame and say they didn't do this, they didn't do that, they should have done this, should have done that. Um, And so I think that maybe is where it comes from, is that we are just taught, like, you got to be hard on yourself. No, don't be easy on yourself. And I, I think there is a little bit of fear in some of us that if we are kind to ourselves that then we won't improve, that we won't make improvements if we're just being kind to ourselves. And I would like to offer you a different idea of how to create success and how to create results. Because I'm just going to tell you in my 13 years of coaching, never once have I raised my voice at a kid. um, Unless maybe, you know, I think there was a time when I had some seventh grade boys that were just uh, wrestling each other during the warm up and pushed another kid down. And they didn't mean to, but it was just a little bit of roughhousing. And I, you know, I might have just kind of been really firm with them on that one. Uh, but other than that, I have never uh, raised my voice at a kid for their performance. I've never shamed them. I've never talked down to them or been, uh, 
disappointed in them or shamed them. I just do not feel like that is the way to get kids to get results. And I have to tell you, in every season I've coached, my kids have improved. They have, uh, they've run things that they didn't think that they could run. They've beat people that they thought were unbeatable. They've achieved times that they had no idea that they could even accomplish. And I just, I'm using that. My, my small sample size of my 13 years of coaching and um, many times two seasons a year, I'm using my experience uh, to show and to, to prove to myself my idea that you can give unconditional love to an athlete uh, and get results. And all of this applies to how we treat ourselves too, right? So even if you are not a coach or a parent or a mentor, this can totally apply to you. Are you treating yourself with shame and talking nasty to yourself and saying that you didn't try hard enough and that you're never going to get anywhere? Or are you treating yourself with love and unconditional love and kindness? I had a runner this season who got incredibly nervous before her races and we would talk about it. And I, I said to her, what are you nervous about? And I, uh, she was nervous about her performance. She was scared that she wouldn't run fast enough and that um, maybe maybe her family would be upset with her for not running fast enough. And so we just talked about it. And I, I told her, listen, during this race, the only thing you have to do is know that you're giving your best effort, period. The only thing you have to do is check in with yourself many, many times during the race and say, Am I doing the best I can do? Am I giving my best effort? And if you can cross that finish line, and if you can come up to me and say, Coach Tammy, I gave my best effort. There's nothing else I could have done. Then your race was a success. And I don't care what your time was. I don't care what your place was. Those are all external circumstances. I care that you gave me your best effort on this day. And that is a success. And if you come to me after the race and tell me that, no, something happened and you didn't give your best effort, then we're going to talk about it. And we're going to see why you didn't, what happened, what you could have done differently, what you did well. We're just going to kind of analyze it like a scientific observer, like a neutral scientist in a lab coat that's just taking notes and data points and being really uh, non-emotional about it. What what went well? What What do you think you could do differently? Instead of you should have done this, why didn't you do this? You're never going to get better if you don't do this. There's none of that. I just don't believe in it. And we still get results, even without all of that. I know I'm totally rambling here. And I'm telling you, I do have that like kind of foggy brain that I've heard people talk about after they get their second COVID vaccine. So I do know I'm rambling a little bit, but I'm just going to keep rambling here for just another minute. I also wanted to say that not every single one of your performances will be your best performance. It's impossible pretty much for people to go through an entire season. I'm just still going to use running as, as an example, but this can pertain to you in your life, even if you never run one step. Um, but in the kids that I coach, it's very, very rare for them to go through a whole season and have a personal best on every single race. It's just pretty, pretty hard to do unless they're a brand new runner and they're really making huge strides because they, they started out from such, um, you know, such a beginner place. Um, and so the point of me saying that is I think we have so many parents and mentors and teachers that are expecting, uh, and, and we do it to ourselves, expecting gigantic leaps and bounds and improvements every time. And uh, success is not a linear path. It's not just a straight arrow up or diagonal. There are step 
forwards and step backs. And there are twists and turns and, and things that look like setbacks. And then there are giant leaps ahead and sometimes tiny leaps ahead. But it's not just this one straight line where you're getting better and better and better every single time that you go out there. And so I think that that's really important to take the whole picture into account. And if you are being mean, every time there's like a misstep or a step backwards, or maybe a tinier improvement than you had wanted, if you're being mean to yourself at that place, it's not really going to be easy for you to improve from this place where you're talking so nasty and heavy to yourself. Oh, you suck. You're never going to be anything. How are you going to want to improve when you're telling yourself that? How is the child or the athlete going to want to improve when that's what they're hearing from you? But if they're hearing, we got this, we can do this, stay in it. No big deal. This, you know, this performance that was under what we wanted, or maybe under what we expected. It's not a big deal. It's not a problem. We're still going to be successful. We're still making moves. We are still trying. We are still in it. We still have part of the season left to go. If you're telling yourself that, then success is so much more likely to come for you. This kind of piggybacks on to what I was just saying about how not every race is going to be an amazing performance. Um, I love the moments when my son and I can laugh about some of his races where he just doesn't run well. And we just kind of laugh and he'll go, well, that was awful. But there is something really beautiful, I think, about him being comfortable enough to laugh at how uh, poorly he ran in a race and to know that we love him so much no matter what, that we support him so much no matter what, and we believe in him and his future and his possibility no matter what. This one bad race doesn't mean anything about his future. It's just a bad race. One out of many, 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 many races that he will have where some will be amazing performances and some will be kind of amazing in their awfulness, right? And so there's just this beautiful moment when you can just kind of laugh about a bad performance and go, oh man, what happened there? That was atrocious. Or man, I felt horrible. And, you know, just the other day, he told me that his legs have never felt so bad as they did on that race. And so from that, we just take it as data. Well, what can we do differently? Do you need more sleep? Do you need more protein? Do you need more water? Do you need to stretch more? Do you need to not do a hard workout a few days before? It's so many data points that we can use to, um, look ahead and and to know that the results are coming. All we have to do is be a non-emotional, observational scientist to figure out, okay, let's, let's look at this. Let's see what we can do differently. And let's see what went well. So I think there is just so much to learn and so much to um, tell ourselves about our improvements and our results and our success. And so to boil all this podcast episode down into a couple sentences. It's just to test out the idea of showing yourself or the people that you are coaching or mentoring or parenting uh, to allow the idea that if we just give unconditional love and support and belief in someone rather than tearing someone down, shaming them, yelling at them, making them feel inferior, that so many results and success can happen and it's more sustainable, it's more fun for everyone involved, and it's more long-term and long-lasting. If you are feeling good about yourself or if the people that you're coaching or mentoring are feeling good about themselves, then they're going to be so much more willing to show up again and again and again to do the hard work and to get uncomfortable 
and, uh, and to go after that success and to not give up because they're going to feel replenished and they're going to feel lifted by your unconditional love and your unconditional support. So go out there and support yourself to the max, unconditional love, not making it mean anything terrible about you if the results don't go your way. And if you are a coach, parent, mentor of some type, keep this in mind when you're dealing with the young ones and uh, how can you show them unconditional love, support, and belief? And how can you get them to that next successful result by showing that you are there for them no matter what. There is something so, so powerful about giving that gift to somebody or to yourself. It's just one of the most powerful things I know is even if if you have a result that you don't love or if the people that you are mentoring have a result that they don't love, to love them through it. So, so powerful. That's what I have for you today. So before we leave, I would love to know if you have thought of the person that has unconditionally loved you through some stuff and to reach out to them, send a note in the mail, just a quick text, maybe a quick phone call, email, somehow reach out to that person and tell them thank you that you really, really appreciated that. So that's it for today. Go show yourself some unconditional love. Thank you so much for showing up to this episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Now go out there and show up for yourself. Hey friend, you're still here. I have unconditional gratitude for you listening to this episode. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day.